perfekt. Also die erste Frage ist, wie hat die Kalte Krieg deine Lebens verändert? Ja, willst du auf Englisch fragen oder? Äh, äh, dann ist es ja vielleicht sinnvoll, doch, wenn du auch auf Englisch fragst, wenn die anderen das verstehen sollen. Das stimmt. Also, um, how did the Cold War change your life? Uh, it's difficult to say how it changed because when I was born, the Cold uh, War still existed. And so I, I had that experience from uh, being a little child, and for me it was a, it was a, a situation that I was something in between because half our family was living in the West and half the family was living living in East Germany, and so we always had contacts uh, over the border, mm-hmm. and we. We often visited my family. They couldn't visit us because it was uh, the wall was closed, and uh, so what changed for me wasn't the Cold War, but like the Cold War, get down. Mm-hmm. That's um. What was it like visiting your family and like? going over there how was it different across the wall it was a border mm-hmm. where everybody feared to pass you in in the first years uh, we went there by train because it was not allowed to cross the border by car and uh, the train stopped at the border for about one and a half hour and the customer, the customs and the police of the German Democratic Republic, they went through the train, uh, looked for every single person, for passports, for the stuff they had, for the, uh, if there was anything inside they didn't want to get in, in the German Democratic Republic. For example, it was forbidden to bring newspapers or to bring uh, books uh, because they don't didn't want to get the influence of this uh, media to the uh, to the people there and uh, you had to have a, a visa mm-hmm. uh, uh, what's it I don't know the English word uh, uh, like permit. a mm-hmm, yeah that the family had to uh, uh, show the people. Yeah, no, my family in Eastern mm-hmm. had to go to the police weeks before we came and they had to make an, an uh, authorized paper, a paper mm-hmm. so that we could go there. Oh, and wow. You had, you had to change money for every day. And that was controlled as as uh, well because they needed uh, Western money, and so mm-hmm. you had to change it in a in a really bad cause. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Wow. And so you was very happy when you had passed the uh, the frontier, and on the way back it was the same, 
and they looked in every in every hole in the chain if there was no one inside who tried to get out and they controlled you very very exactly that you really were the person that came in and uh, they controlled if you brought out anything they didn't want you to bring out uh, so when we came home we phoned our family on the other side and then you if we said we had a good journey no well, that wasn't very good if you say we had a very good journey then everything was okay <laughs> so you had your coach yeah were you were, were you like scared ever how old were you when this was happening I've been there every year and it, because it was our family so once a year minimum we have been to East Germany mm -hmm. and when I was young we have been there for several weeks mm -hmm. my father's sister and brother lived in airport okay how long was that for you to get there Oh, it's not too far. It's about two hundred miles. Okay. All right. My next question is. I have to translate it back from German to English again. <laughs> I guess how how has the Cold War influenced? Germany society today or like how like policies today politics today in Germany but also Europe too I think it has it still has a big influence on, on our politics because um, we are a country where people live from both systems and from both sides now and not all the people from the east are uh, uh, have the same uh, socialized social life, socialization yeah. like uh, like we have, and so um, they have a different view on democratic systems. We have problems with the very right politics now, mm -hmm. especially in the Eastern countries, because they don't have a democratic tradition. And so the influence of the of the very right or the very left uh, parties is bigger than in Western. And many people are still have the feeling that uh, in East Germany, uh, they, they don't have the same uh, level on economy mm -hmm. and they feel like uh, persons in, in uh, kind of second class persons and that makes a große Unzufriedenheit yeah hmm do you think they the right and the eastern side will sort of build up their influence or do you think it'll just kind of level out i guess 
it will level out by uh, it's 30 years over now yeah as a younger generation that it changed mm -hmm. so people of your generation even in germany they have never had the situation of the divided country mm -hmm. and so they feel different i think but on the other side what you ask what influence on our politics I think that's one of the reasons why Germany is more interested even to have a corruption relationship to Russia. Mm -hmm. Because Russia is, uh, is one of the partners, or maybe the most important partner, that made it possible that we can be uh, reunited. Yeah. Without Russia, wouldn't have been possible and so that's what we still know that russia gave us a chance that nobody of us thought it would be really a chance in our lifetime and that it happened 1989 to 1990 is still absolutely unbelievable for people of my generation Hmm. Do you think, like, with the new, with everything going on with Ukraine right now and the new chancellor, what do you think about the new German chancellor? Uh, for me, I'm, I'm left or green. Mm -hmm. uh, so for me, it's a change that was absolutely uh, necessary. Mm -hmm. But the situation in Ukraine is, is really difficult. I'm, I'm a man who didn't join the army mm -hmm. because I said, I think war never is a, is a, is a good opportunity. And uh, in Ukraine, uh, our uh, government, uh, they try uh, to get uh, economic influence, mm -hmm. especially to Russia as well, but they don't uh, support uh, uh, military. And for me, that's okay. Because uh, I think Germany has uh, been the reason for two horrible wars in the world. And we have to be very careful not to take part of another. And if we look back to the wars in Europe, uh, there was no war like in Yugoslavia, mm. for example. There was no war that made anything better or that, that ended any problems. Yeah. Uh, so I think uh, I'm happy that we don't take part of war. Yeah. I'm hoping nothing nothing t comes of it that violence doesn't break out that they solve it diplomatically but it's so unpredictable like to know what's going to happen I guess um but, but what will happen if the war breaks out and if really uh there's a war with, with, uh, together with all the uh, NATO 
countries. Mm-hmm. That's a way to World War Three. Yeah. And I think that what nobody can can wish to have. So yeah. I think we need to to get an economic uh, life uh, by by economic things we get to uh, to stop that uh, violence. But on the other side, you must see Russia allowed the countries to get out of their influence and they gave them chances that we all didn't think before they would have or we would have. But uh, of course they have an interest not to be rounded by NATO countries. Remember what happened in Cuba when Russia tried to uh, to bring uh, atomic uh, nuclear weapons mm-hmm. to Cuba. Yeah. America didn't accept that as well. Cuba was a was a, a, a country with an own government. They can decide for themselves. Yes, but America didn't accept that uh, Russia brought uh, nuclear weapons to them. And the distance from Ukraine to Russia, it's the same short distance like Cuba was to America. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So what do you think America's role should be in this? Do you think we should keep backing Ukraine? Do you think that sends a message about Taiwan? I, I think we, uh, especially Taiwan, the, the next big problem, like America, and especially in, in uh, Hong Kong, you see uh, that uh, where China gets more and more influence, uh, you can forget everything that they promised before, because in, in Hong Kong they promised as well that it would be a free country, but now you see they get more and more influence and the democratic system of Hong Kong is going away, and it gets more and more out of China. But I think even there, it's it's a question of, of economic... Uh, the only way is... Uh, make economic pressure on the country. Mm-hmm. Interesting. The war, it's, uh, the, the weapons everywhere, the armies worldwide are so powerful that if it really gets to a war... No one will survive. A, there, are mil- there, there will be hundreds thousand or millions of, of people killed. That's, that makes no sense. Okay, my last question. Well, I pretty much already asked it, actually. I guess just if you have any other thoughts about the Cold War and today's political climate, but also, I guess, you work you work at a hospital. What do you think... How do I word this? 
Well, because we were learning that with the Soviet Union, we, like America, kind of pushed social social structures like um, Medicaid, like Medicaid, Medicare expansion as sort of an Eastern notion that we shouldn't do it. Um, but Germany and a lot of European countries have one. Do you think that that's something the U.S. could still push for? Um, I don't I really really know if I if I if I understood the question right. But I think especially as as I know the the Eastern system and the American system, it's it's such a big difference, and I'm not sure from my opinion if everything in the American better because social security that's one of the things you ask for the cold war and that's one of the things people in the east had a big feeling of social security of a government that no. uh, looked for for their safety to having having basics there were almost no people uh, homeless. There were no people without uh, uh, medical uh, what's it called? Versorgung. Insurance. Surgery. Surgery, yeah. Everybody could have uh, could go to a doctor. Everybody could go to a hospital. It, was, it didn't depend on the money you had. And it didn't make you poor if you get uh, not sick. Everybody had a job. Even if there was uh, no work, you still hold your job. Nobody was unemployed. Mm-hmm. So there are many things of, of social uh, secure, of, of, uh, yeah, of a safety, of a social safety for the people. And in Western Europe, we have, have parts of it. We don't have a, uh, uh, we have unemployed people, for example. We don't have a government that's, that's uh, makes all the jobs, but almost everybody has a, has a, uh, Krankenversicherung. Genau. Um. Uh, Safety, like, for when you're sick or... You have insurance, insurance. For if you get sick, if you go to a doctor, if you go to a hospital. Yeah. Everybody has a government uh, uh, rent if you get retired. Mm-hmm. Uh, the money is guaranteed by the country. It can't happy life happen like it uh, was in, in the U.S. when the... Uh, finance system broke down that old people have no more uh, wages for for retired. Uh, There's a social security as well. And these are things I think uh, nobody in Europe understands why America, the the, the people, they don't want to have, or many of them don't want to have a system like Obamacare. That 
try to be a way for uh, security for everybody. That's what people in Europe don't understand at all. Yeah. I think a lot of us here are... The, the political scheme here is just insane. The people... People just... Like, there's so much fake news. There's so so much going around and people just aren't educated they just don't know they're they're led like they they just don't know what's going on i think yeah and that's the, that's the problem we have as well because what we call the social media mm-hmm. we often say today these are more unsocial media because uh, people can have the feeling in these uh, in this kind of communication they can behave like you never would do it if you uh, see a person uh, directly yeah and there are so many so many things that people do in social media they wouldn't do if they would be known if they would be open but the uh, uh, anonymous Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, being unknown. Yeah, anonymous. That the, the brings down the behavior. Genau. We're losing. And, and that's horrible. Yeah. And, uh, many people don't, uh, they only look, well, that's a problem on social media as well. People looking for things of their interests and then the the uh, algorithms of the social media always gives you posts and informations that you will like of the, of the things you have been looking for and so you don't get open influences exactly and i think that divides the community because the one gets this information the others get that information and uh, it's not good you don't know what all is out there it's all catered to you you're getting what you want to see you're not seeing other things that could be out there other opinions and but it's not only what you want but it's very much what the what the company wants for wants you yeah whatever they, they can make money information and you know the Uh, before the election, mm-hmm. um, they bought dates of the uh, data, informations of the people, and they made uh, uh, a campaign with this information going to everybody uh, on, on the board's information and uh, to get people Uh, with the informations they have that's scary to, the, to, to, to take them yeah that, that's especially that in, in the US uh, election it was uh, mm-hmm. it was very important yeah I I don't I worked when I was in Georgia for the winter I worked on John Ossoff and Reverend Warnock's senatorial campaign. It was for the Senate. 
but that was really another side of American politics that I had never seen before that so many people struggle to vote and they can't get out of their house. They're too old. They can't get off of work. They have to stand in line for so long. It's, they make it very hard to vote in the U.S. That's something what we see really shocked from Europe, how especially the Republicans try to make voting more and more difficult for the people just uh, to make sure uh, that these groups of, of people, they think they would uh, vote more democratic, mm -hmm. but they can't vote at all. I think that's a horrible thing if uh, government or uh, the party mm -hmm. tries to bring down the democratic systems. Uh, everybody should have an interest that many people take part because in the end uh, it's bad for for the system if the people don't trust the system anymore and what i see in in the us is that they really try to uh, to disturb the the trusting in the system and that's a very very dangerous uh, and big How do you think we could build the trust back up? Do you think there's a way to do that? Or do we have to tear it all down to build it back up? I I can't really say what's, what's the way in, in, in the United States you can, you can get back the trust. But uh, I think you need to have, a, to have a, for example, the election system how they change it with, with cutting the, the areas so that in the end you can have 60% for one party mm -hmm. in the state, but 80% go to the, to, the, uh, uh, to the other party of the votes because they cut it that there are some areas with 100% of that party and I think that's so undemocratic. Yeah. That's, that's a way to disturb. And people are angry uh, in America, I think, uh, with establishment. But that's a way of establishment to make the, uh, sich die eigene Macht zu erhalten. Yeah. I, how do you say it in English? the like to keep the power yeah <laughs> um well thank you that's really all the questions i have but um i guess if there's anything else you would just like to say for the for the recording no okay don't just no <laughs> <laughs> okay perfect <laughs> If, if you want to like to invite me to your course, we can do that as well. <laughs>